Help us talk more about it. Fred Whitfield, Charlotte Hornets team president, joins us on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Fred, thank you so much for the time. How are you? It's great to be here. I'm doing great. Yeah, we appreciate it. You know, when you look at the Cornucopia event, obviously there's so many beneficial things about it. What's something you and the Hornets focus on during this event to help uh, benefit the community? You know, we love being able to interact with uh, with our neighbors, with our friends out in the community, and our fans. And so it's it's going to be great this year to be back in our in our our former format uh, where we'll be able to interact and uh, share some smiles and talk about Thanksgiving and how much we all have to be thankful for. That's one of the main things that we really enjoy. It's one of our favorite days of the year. Yeah, and look, you mentioned it. The Hornets have opened up the Spectrum Center as a polling place. Michael Jordan donated $100 million to benefit African-American charities post-George Floyd, opening Novant Health Clinics as well. There's been such a big emphasis on philanthropy. You know, was there ever something where you all got together and realized we needed to do more? Just what was something, why do you put so much emphasis on philanthropy, even more than some of the other NBA franchises? You know, it started the day Michael bought our team you know one of the things we realized was that we weren't heavily engaged in the community we weren't really earning our way in the community and Michael made it very clear at the original press conference that we would dive deep into the community so dating back to 2010 when he took our franchise over uh, we've had a strong strong community relations department a strong foundation uh, we do things throughout the year and this is just one of our big events but uh, I have to applaud Bessie Mack and her team for really yeah. leading all of our community efforts and it's something we're going to continue to do. You know, Fred, you bring up, you know, I brought up Michael Jordan as well. I think it's been interesting, right, because wrong or right, there was this idea that Michael wasn't philanthropic early on in his playing days, and that is absolutely far from the truth, and it has been for quite some time. I talked to you, man, it was like six years ago, and we talked about Michael Jordan tearing up at the opening of a Novant Health Clinic, and you said yep. you'd only seen it about three times at that point in your life. Yep. The death, death of his father, yep. first championship, yep. Hall of Fame speech. We've yep. since seen, seen him publicly cry a few more times, whether it be the Novant Health Clinic, Kobe Bryant's memorial service as well, and Last Dance when that aired. We've seen yep. it a few more. How have you seen the growth from Michael Jordan just overall as a man behind the scenes and at least publicly being out in the community a lot more, helping as much as he possibly can? Well, I think we all, as we uh, grow older and mature, you know, we're open to, to letting people see a different side of us, and that's not different from Michael. He's such a private person. Um, but obviously, owning our team, we're a very public team, and, uh, and, and he's a part of it. He leads us. And so it's been great to see that other side of him really come out. I know when he was honored by the Charlotte Business Journal as Business Person of the Year, that was another event where, you know, he teared up a little. And you could tell that he felt deeply uh, honored that, that he'd been selected. And so it's, it's been great to watch that. But, you know, as, as we look at our organization and we look at our players, our coaches, our executives, all of us trying to do what we can out in the community, again, it all started the day he bought our team. But we love it. We embrace it. And it's a part of, of our culture. Uh, Fred, so when you talk about the players, how excited do they get about events like this? How much do they come up to you and tell you which ones they want to be a part of? Do they have favorites? Do you have a favorite way that you give back, whether it be food drives or fundraisers or different things like that? You, you know, it's interesting. This is one of our players' favorite event today uh, because they get to see a, literally a thousand people from the community come through. We'll, we'll serve uh, a thousand families, about 4,000 meals we'll give away today. So to be able to smile and interact and 
you know, a few of the fans want autographs and our players light up. And, and so this is an important time of the year. And then also around Christmas, you know, when our players have their own initiatives, where they're, whether it's giving gifts out, uh, adopting families, that's one of the things that I enjoy doing out in the community as well. And that's, that's a part of us just integrating ourselves into the community. And our players are genuinely all good guys and love doing this stuff. And so it's great to have them be great partners with us. Fred, another thing that interests me, too, is when I come out here, you know, I'm a food guy. We talk about food a lot on this show, is the <laughs> items that go into these bags. And so I wonder, how do they select the meals? Do you guys have any input or what goes into the selection of what will be served? Well, you know, we work closely with Food Lion Feeds and also with Coca-Cola Consolidated and Second Harvest Food Bank of the Metro Carolina. Uh, and these bags have everything in that we want to eat for uh, for Thanksgiving. So you think about the turkey, the stuffing, the vegetables, you know, this year to be Dr. Pepper and Diet Dr. Pepper uh, in the bags, the macaroni and cheese, cranberry, all the same things that we'll be eating on Thanksgiving. We know everybody else in the community wants to eat those things. So, uh, you know, fortunately, Food Lion has worked with us. This is our 12th uh, cornucopia, uh, and every year we look forward to the day that we're able to do this because we know that on Thanksgiving Day, 4,000 of our of our neighbors in the community get a great meal and have time to celebrate with their families. All right, what is the food staple at Thanksgiving that the Whitfield household <laughs> has to have? And then you pounded the table for it at the Cornucopia <laughs> event said, every single bag needs this. What mac, is that blank? Mac and cheese. Okay. And I am on the mac and cheese station today. <laughs> so so I, it'll just get me prepared for Thursday. Hey, don't eat any, Fred. Now, this is not <laughs> you need to leave some for everybody. Everybody else, don't eat all the bag and cheese. It's Fred Whitfield, Charlotte Hornets team president, joining us here at the Spectrum Center. I'm amazed at how much everything has to come together. I imagine it takes quite a long time to plan this. How much time does it take to plan and get everything ready? You know, because we've done it so many years, you know, during during the pandemic, we still had this event, but we did it, did it differently. We put bags in people's trunks. Um, but we've gotten to, to a point now where it's almost clockwork because we've had the same partners with us along the way. And so you can see the volunteers here from Coca-Cola Consolidated, from Food Line Feeds. You see our, our uh, volunteers from the Hornets organization. And you'll see our executives and our players jump in line shortly. But there's a lot of preparation, but it's a great partnership. Well, and it feels like, I, I mean, people coming in, right? It starts at 1.30, so we're about a half hour away. It feels like people would like coming into the Spectrum Center, seeing the players, not only being able to interact with them, which was the case even when you were handing some of these meals into the trunks, but being able to come to the basketball arena. I imagine that's something that is an extra benefit for people, and it just provides a different feel with everybody being able to interact with one another at a place that usually we're watching players play basketball. Yeah, and you know the Spectrum Center is a community asset, and it's uh, something that we're proud to run and manage that the city owns. And a lot of uh, our fans and our neighbors out in the community, you know, have not gotten a chance to come into the arena. A lot of them have not been to a game. And so for them to be able to come into the main lobby and, and see this beautiful building that we get an, opp an opportunity to play our games in is something I know they look forward to and something we enjoy welcoming them to. You know, one thing I did want to ask you while we had you, I don't think we've had a chance to talk, you know, at least me, since you guys opened up Spectrum Center as a polling place. I just thought that was such a huge thing that you guys did, having the ability to let people that aren't heard nearly as much be heard by using the Spectrum Center as a polling place during election times. Why was that so important for you and the team where I 
believe it was you and maybe the Atlanta Hawks were the only teams to do that, or maybe the first teams in the NBA to do that? We were two of the first. Yeah, uh, that's right. But it, but it's now become almost a league-wide initiative. Yeah. And, and one that everybody in our league really embraces, you know, the fact that everyone should get out and cash their vote. Uh, you probably noticed this year there were no games on, uh, on voting day. Right. And that was intentional. Every team played the night before. Uh, but the goal is to have everybody come out, regardless of what their party affiliation is, to come out and have their voice heard. That's the only way all of this uh, actually works in our country. And so we're proud that we were one of the first to open our building up, especially during the pandemic, to allow people to, to safely come into an environment and, and cast their vote and, and really be heard, have their voice heard. It's another Hornets Cornucopia event. It starts at 1.30. We're going to be out here until 3 p.m. WFNZ been coming out for a while, and the Hornets have partnered with Food Lion, Coca-Cola, once again providing a thousand Thanksgiving meals. It feeds about 4,000 people. That's how many people are going to be affected by this. It means a lot to be able to help the community, and we appreciate the time you shared with us here, Fred. Thanks once again. Thanks so much. Right, it's always great to see you guys. Absolutely. Same here. here. Fred right. Whitfield, Charlotte Hornets team president, joining us on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.